0: Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode two hundred and sixty. I'm Sean, and joined with me we have Off Road Andy.
1: Yep. Here.
0: Thanks for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button. Share with a friend, and check out our entertainment podcast right after this. All right, Andy. I uh, understand you want to talk about some pressing news in the baseball community.
1: Yeah, no, still no deal. Uh, So now we are going to be missing games. This just came out today. Whoa. Uh, The Players Association rejected the latest offer, which uh, according to the league said this was their final offer. But I mean, we'll see. Uh, But they did announce then uh, the first two series. So like the first week basically is uh, canceled and will not be made up. So uh, just you lose all the money from that. So. Uh, both sides so the players won't get paid and I think that's what they're trying to hope is that'll put pressure on the players knowing they won't get a, a paycheck but uh, they're they're holding firm with this thing uh it sounded like there was progress over the weekend uh, they made they made their deadline today in order to not miss games but now it's like okay well they're still they'll, they're still gonna talk even though baseball said that's their final offer uh uh, so hopefully something will get done in the next week. We don't miss too much. Uh, I mean, I'm fine missing a little bit of time, but uh, it's, <clears throat> you know, the players making the minimum want to get every single game check they can get. Yeah. Um, and that's really what they're, they're saying they're, they're fighting for. So uh, they agreed to a lot of different things. There's like expanded playoffs. Um, but it seems like the big, the big thing here is, so baseball has this, Uh, luxury tax line where it's like there's no there's no salary cap in baseball if you're the dodgers you're the yankees you can spend as much money as you want but if you're over a certain amount uh, you have to pay a luxury tax and that's that exists in the nba as well uh and this similar structure here where the longer you're paying the luxury tax the higher the rate goes so the, the amount of consecutive years Whoa. So essentially once you reach like five consecutive years in the luxury tax, it's so ridiculous that like no team could afford to keep doing it. So uh you see it is you know, every so often these teams kind of do a reset and they let players go, they don't go out and get people in free agency and then have that one year below. Um and
0: then yeah. other is, franchises. Is this a a tax from the MLB or from this is not the government, JBL. This Joe is, Biden's initials, whatever they are. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is this is paid back to the league and then redistributed among the teams. So it's a it's works that way. It's not yeah you're not paying a tax. That would be ridiculous. If <laughs> well,
0: I they, don't know, I they, they they mean everything tax. is taxed. We have to tax the government for you know having fun. It's, so no, I, a, I it's wouldn't a, be surprised. It's a
1: league it's a league rules like the NBA has the same thing where uh, like the Warriors and like the Clippers and maybe the Lakers this year they all pay extra money. Uh, because they're they over suck. the luxury tax. They are over the luxury tax line. Ugh. Uh, so go you pay extra money. away, Lebron. So that's like um, when the the Clippers traded Serge Ibaka at the deadline, even though he was only making ten million, uh, it was going to save them like the 20? equivalent of thirty million because oh they God. were over the luxury tax line. So all these penalties they're paying. But yeah, so in baseball it's the same thing. Uh, But it has this thing where if you are over it for multiple years in a row, the rate just keeps getting higher and higher. Uh, A lot of teams are just afraid of even hitting the tax line at all. And then you've got teams like Tampa and Oakland that, like, they don't even come close to that. Uh, So there's just a wide variety of payrolls in baseball. Uh, But the Players Association is arguing that that tax, especially how punitive it is, is basically a salary cap because teams, aside from a few teams, no one wants to go above it, uh, and that's depressing salaries. So uh, they don't want that. They want they want the richest teams to be able to spend as much money and increase the the market. You know, people want to get fifty million dollars a year, uh, but if you're scaring the teams that actually have money away with penalties, then aren't you just making it harder for these players to make money? So uh, that's kind of one of the arguments there, and uh, I, I think that makes sense. Um, I think the the reason for this luxury tax thing is no one wants to see the Yankees just buy every player, but they almost kind of do. I don't know. It seems, it seems like the luxury tax works in scaring off these teams from, from overspending to a ridiculous amount, but they still spend a lot of money. Um
0: so you yeah, have like a billion dollars.
1: Yeah. And that was before there was that, that luxury tax rule. So I mean a lot for, for a long time, people have been wanting some sort of salary cap in baseball because of how the way the Yankees were for twenty years. I mean, the, during the nineties and early two thousands, the Dodgers didn't have money to spend, so it's really the Yankees and the Red Sox were kind of on their own, spending like crazy. But now there's like five teams that can really spend money, but uh, not to the extent that the Yankees and Dodgers have. Um, but yeah, it's 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 scary. I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen. I don't want a whole season to be gone from from baseball. And that seems like that could happen. I think it'd yeah. be disastrous. But again, 162 games, it's fine if we miss a couple weeks, but I I don't I don't know what is the most likely thing right now. I can't predict to say like well, yeah, it'll be fine. We'll be back in May. Uh which would be fine with me, but I don't know. I don't know if that's likely or unlikely. Yeah, and it sucks for Players that just signed new deals. <laughs> we, we covered a lot of different uh, baseball deals. I mean, I have them all still here. So people like uh, Corey Seager just signed a 10-year, $325 million deal. That's a lot of money, uh, $32.5 million a year that uh, he stands to lose without <laughs> a deal. Uh, I'd be pretty upset. Yeah, and like Max Scherzer, who's on the uh, the Players Association and I saw him speak. He signed. It was the the most per year ever. So three years, one hundred thirty million dollars. So forty plus million. Uh, he won't be getting that full forty million anymore. So uh, he'll have to make do with like thirty seven if if they
0: set home. He's gonna have to get on uh, welfare checks or government <laughs> yeah. cheese or something.
1: No, but they they have a lot to lose here. Uh, but then it's really the the rookies and second year players and stuff that have the most to lose. That. Uh, that's one of the issues with facing baseball is just how uh, it's hard to make it as a minor league player because especially if you have to live off like your signing bonus, uh, whatever they pay you as a minor league player, like the salary is nothing. So, uh, which that shouldn't be affected. The signing bonus shouldn't be affected by this lockout. I don't think. But yeah, I don't baseball want I don't want
0: and target what the places that give you a signing bonus. Oh, OK. Target does. I think so. I think Taco Bell will do it too. Now, (laughs) the uber rich and the mega poor.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it's it's sad. If you already had your tickets uh, for, I believe March thirty first was supposed to be the first games. uh, They're no good. There's no. What happens? They just
0: issue refunds, or do they tax you too for having those tickets?
1: No, that's not your fault. I mean, you could sue. I mean, you bought a product that doesn't exist technically. So yeah, you can't you know, just eat the cost. Um, But I mean, I don't know how that affects season tickets. People have already bought their season tickets. They'll get refunds on those as well, but it's just, I don't know. It's kind of a mess. You you think of anything that was like supposed to be tied in to things in the beginning of the season. uh, There's also, I have to think the local Arizona economy is not enjoying this right now. Oh, Uh, certainly not. Whenever, whenever they do have a deal, there will be a spring training. But if they, if they go too far, they won't have it like it like it was and it's not going to be this big thing where people go out i mean one of the reasons i think people like to go out there is that uh in march it's it's not 145 degrees yet in arizona yeah so it's like bearable uh but like no one's gonna want to go there in may uh, it could be pretty rough to watch some outdoor baseball um uh, but yeah they got to be hardened from this decision that you don't get off you're not going to get a full month of spring training games and having People going out there for the weekend or whatever. Oh, so.
0: no, it's devastating! It's like living in the mountains and not getting any snow. No one's going to come visit. Yeah, you bank on it, these, Andy. Yeah,
1: these, these economies that are dependent on like one thing—it's yeah—you better make sure it happens. And it's not their fault; they didn't do anything wrong. The city of Scottsdale didn't do anything.
0: So, still go golf. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Everyone who plays baseball can golf. It's the same thing. You're just angling it downward. Okay. Catch a Suns game.
1: They're good. No. Faye no. Crowder might run into the crowd on accident. Ugh. He'll fall over on something and then he hits you on an accident and you're like, oh my God, what
0: happened? Yeah. Well, you we might get yeah. some money in that. Yeah. Well,
1: no baseball at the end of March. So that's sad. Sorry, Andy. Yeah. So next week we'll find out
0: more. All right. Yeah. Well, we move- there, there was there was oh. one
1: bit that they did agree on, like I said, there were some things they uh they are going to expand the playoffs. They say to six teams that they wanted seven, but the players didn't want seven because I mean baseball's so so much about like the long season and how that matters. I complained last year about the Dodgers playing the super long season. They win 106 games, yet they have to play a one game playoff to get in. um So they're changing that up a bit. They're going to add one more team, uh, but no more one game playoff. So pretty good it'll be like uh how football used to be when they had six teams in each league where the top two teams get a bye, uh and that's fine i still would just prefer the old way of just four teams but we're not giving going back to that way ever again so yeah all right all right you're ready to talk about some football i am but it's not really football that uh, i'm gonna be talking about here it's more the business behind football oh. uh, not even about the product on the field uh, but about uh, play-by-play announcers color guys uh, you know the tv the tv guys That's a it's an important part of the nfl business uh, troy aikman who had been with fox for like 20 years now with joe buck uh, he's leaving for espn so espn has had a really rough uh, broadcasting crew uh, just adventure i'd say for as long as i've been alive they've had some teams that have worked uh they had john gruden for a while who i didn't like and uh but he was i guess popular with them Uh, he later left to go back to coaching with the raiders and then was outed as a racist and had to uh resign slash get fired Uh, but he was like he's been like their most successful football guy that they've ever had but like this this past few years have been disastrous and uh, Jason Witten trying to recreate the Cowboys, Tony Romo and Aikman uh, like magic. Those guys were good at the job. They they hired Jason Witten, who sucked. Uh, they had Booger McFarland, who didn't mesh with the people up there. And then eventually they they put him in a giant like sit down lawnmower and had him like drive on the sidelines during the this game. The water boy. It was fucking ridiculous. I mean, you could look it up the, the Booger Mobile, they, they, they'd call it. Rather than have him be in, you know, the booth, he was like on the field, but it was a raised, it looked like a sit down lawnmower and he just, they drive him across the field uh, so he could be on the sidelines. I, I I don't even know what the fucking point of it was. It was so uh, awkward and weird and it was really unfair to him. I think he was fine at the job, but it's like, they just became such a joke. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is this? Uh, and yeah, then the past couple of years they've had a team that I don't think really works that well either. Uh, and ESPN's trying to expand. I believe th- they've gotten more playoff games the last couple of years, and with the, the expanded playoffs, they definitely had the Monday Night one this year. Uh, and I think they're now going to be getting a Super Bowl as well. Uh, and that is a—I think that'll be an ABC game, but uh, it'll be the same crew. Uh, so they wanted to spend some money, and they're given. I think Troy Aikman's getting. It sounds like it sounds like a athlete deal. It's like ten years, one hundred eighty million dollars. Whoa! Uh, to to just do the color, <laughs> the analysis. It's a lot of money. Um, and I don't know how much work that really is. I, I if can be ruined you.
0: with one tweet, but, Andy.
1: But that's you know, that's like twenty weeks of work. Uh, one one game a week. It doesn't seem like that much. I mean, how much money
0: do you get paid for your job? It, it probably adds, equates, right? Oh, yeah, sure.
1: Um, but, yeah, the other part of this story is that uh, Troy Aikman is trying to get Joe Buck to leave, to join him at uh, ESPN. So uh, that would be huge for ESPN as well, that they they need to figure out who's going to do play-by-play with Troy Aikman. So that would cost them a ton of money as well. Uh, but it would make sense because Joe Buck does baseball. He does the World Series for Fox as well. Uh, That's that's what he's probably his lineage. I mean, his father was a baseball play-by-play guy, so that's what he wants to do. Uh, But ESPN does have baseball games, and they could really use him to do baseball games as well. I've never been a huge fan of the the guy. I don't think he's great, but he people seem to like him, and people know his voice, so it's better. It's better one than what they've had. So bringing both of those guys would be uh, better for.
0: Are you going to throw your hat in the ring, Andy?
1: You know, you have to kind of already have an in. Uh, uh, you
0: do a pretty successful sports podcast you know. on a weekly basis, Andy.
1: Yeah, you usually have to be a former player or a former coach to get you that. You played job. in high school, uh, or I mean, there, so part of the uh, crazy things that ESPN did one year they had uh, Tony Kornheiser from Around the Horn uh, was on there. Uh, there's also the
0: Heiser uh,
1: Yeah, so you can't you just know, make show up it, your r-
0: own name. That's his name. Around you know, the show,
1: you know the show Around the Horn that's been copied for years? Yeah. With the two guys sitting in the at each other. Yeah. Um, so he was on there. There was also the, the Dennis Miller year where they had, you know, SNL's Dennis Miller. Oh, yeah. Do like observational comedy while doing the NFL game. Uh, that was pretty weird. <laughs> but what about Best Damn Sports Show? Uh, that was a Fox product. That was weird. I was a big, was a big fan of that back in the Tom day. Tom Arnold. John Spider Sally. Yeah. Yeah. They always rotated people in there. John Cruck. It's like, that guy who played baseball, he's just a fat guy. Just a normal looking fat guy. That's not fair. He's a professional athlete.
0: What about that guy who's like half the size of a beluga whale? Who's that? <laughs> he's like 50. His helmet didn't even fit on his head. New York Yankees, I think. I don't know. You always make fun of him because you know I player. need to make fun of him.
1: He was a the, baseball player He was a big guy.
0: Yeah, giant old... Oh, Andy. I don't know. All right, we'll carry on then. Yeah, I'm, I'm
1: sorry about that. Um, you, know, you know who uh, the Best Damn Sports Show introduced the world to? I remember this very much. They used to uh, bring on this, I believe it was a Philadelphia uh, NBA writer to do some NBA updates. And he had a whole lot of energy. Uh, his name was uh, Stephen A. Smith. Oh, yeah. I, I remember when they bring him on and then, uh, you know, the rest is history. He's the most he's probably looking at that trade deal and like fucking laughing. He's like, I own this whole network. I get paid a hundred million dollars a year. Um, I don't know if that's true, but I believe he is the most important person to ESPN, which makes me sick. But uh, it is what it is, you know.
0: And then Bartolo Cologne.
1: Oh, uh, OK. That's what you're going for. Yeah. Yeah. Bartolo. He was he was a round round guy. A jumbo... Why were we talking about
0: I don't know you talked about
1: oh yeah John Crook was just a fat guy yeah something. there you go yeah Bartolo was um, sim- similarly shaped but I'd say even rounder yeah it's important Yeah. Um, well I do have more on NFL keep going play by play or whatever you want to call it guys in the booth uh, with Troy Aikman leaving Fox now has to replace their lead color guy and uh, the guy they really wanted was Sean McVay, who just won a Super Bowl. Uh, before the Super Bowl, there were some stories about what McVay wanted to do with the rest of his life. Uh, because, you know, he's getting up there in age. He's a whole 36 years old. So really has to start thinking about, you know, his his final years. That's yeah, huge. Uh, yeah. But no, being so young and already being in the second Super Bowl, like he was like, I don't know if I'm going to do this forever. If you, if you win like three of them, you're really successful. Your job, make a ton of money. Uh, Do you want to keep doing a really hard job for the rest of your life? And he had said like, he's, he's so young. He's on the opposite scale that he's, uh, he's engaged. He isn't married yet. And he's like, I don't know, like I'd like to have a family and I'd like to be there uh, for them rather than being a coach who has to like work till midnight every night. So he had said maybe he uh, wouldn't coach forever. So uh, Fox really jumped on that and like, Hey, you know, we could give you this job. Uh, but then he announced, no, 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 I'm not doing that. So uh, that's not a definitive no forever, but it is uh, not yet. He is definitely coming back to coach the Rams again. So uh, he will not be doing games for Fox uh, this year. But maybe uh, who will be is Sean Payton, who was the Saints head coach, who retired slash stepped down this year. Uh, a lot of, A lot of people think he'll be back. But he uh, has taken at least this year off, so he, uh, maybe he needs a job. I mean, he doesn't need a job. No one, no one needs a job when you're, when you're Sean Payton. Uh, but maybe he'd like to do it. Uh, I don't know if he'd be any good at it, but he's a Super Bowl winning head coach, and I guess people like him, so he is a candidate right now. But right now, we don't know who will be replacing Trey Quinn at Fox. And like I said, maybe it could be me. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I would be good at it either.
0: Sorry. Don't knock until you try it, Andy.
1: Yeah, I, I haven't tried it. So maybe are they just do tryouts. I yeah, I mean, Vince works.
0: Papali got to play in the pro, in the league. Yeah. so How did he get in there, Andy?
1: Yeah, just anyone gets to go. and Just all right, do five minutes. Uh, do the commentary on the 2007 Super Bowl. I'm like, yeah. okay, whatever.
0: You know that was what AC Slater used to do. He used to turn down his volume and do the play by plays himself. Is that true? Yeah. Somehow I think that summoned uh Alexa in our house. I don't know if that picked up or not.
1: <laughs> or maybe <laughs> summoned it summoned AC Slater.
0: The thing's what a bitch this thing half the time. <laughs> it's like in that Kimmy movie. He's like, Kimmy, shut up. Yeah.
1: It's a problem. I don't I don't participate in it, so
0: Yeah. Where were yeah, we? So, we still talking this?
1: Yeah, so anyone who wants that job, it's it's open.
0: There you go. You heard it here first. <laughs> All right, you ready to move over to college uh, basketball?
1: Yeah, we're we're getting close here. End of the end of the season, end of the regular season. It's it is March, so
0: which is insane uh, to think
1: about. Yeah, maybe it's time I, for madness. I like the passage of time, but yeah. Uh, the madness is, is happening soon. Uh, the madness usually goes into April, though, but it's still, still going to start this what, March. two weeks? Three weeks? Uh, yeah, so <sighs> there was some madness this last Saturday, which was, you know, still February. But the top six teams in the rankings all lost. Whoa. So that's kind of crazy. You don't expect any of the top six teams that they're probably going to win. Uh, When you're late in the season like this, who are you really playing? Uh, The big surprise, Gonzaga lost. It's like they shouldn't lose. They shouldn't lose any of their games. They're way better than everyone they're playing right now. I believe it was St. Mary's that beat them. They're the only team that really ever gives them any trouble. Uh, But they still shouldn't lose to them. Uh, But then, yeah, like everyone else, Arizona lost. Auburn lost. Uh, Just kind of crazy. Uh, yet the top two teams did not drop at all because who was gonna pass them everyone who was behind them lost too so I think it was and it wasn't just the top six I believe it was eight of the top ten so craziness but not not a whole lot of movement in the rankings and I mean the thing is the rankings don't even mean anything because the rankings don't necessarily translate into the seating it's an entirely different group that does that so uh, I don't know I don't know what they mean but Uh, Yeah, a lot of top teams lost. So that's... The madness has begun. That's what I have to say.
0: Yeah. I'll probably watch some of that. We'll see.
1: Well, yeah, we'll get conference conference, uh, tournaments soon. It's always a... It's a little bit of a preview, you know?
0: Yep. All right, well, should we talk about the NBA now?
1: Yeah, so... uh, there's not that many stories in the NBA. It's the same shit over and over. So I'm going to apologize in advance. But uh, I think we we start with the Lakers getting booed off the court this past Sunday. Uh, just got destroyed by New Orleans, who is, uh has a worse record than them and really shouldn't be destroying them, especially at home. Uh, it, was a bit, it was a bad look. So the Lakers actually had a uh, a close, fun game, uh, their first game back from the All-Star break against the Clippers. Uh, good game at the end (laughs) a lot of crazy shit Uh, it was uh, it it really exposed one of the worst parts of the NBA though where uh, how long do you think the last two minutes of the game took Uh,
0: 15 minutes 31 seconds
1: Uh, I think it was over 40 minutes
0: oh my gosh
1: Uh, so there was two incredibly complicated reviews uh, that like Completely baffled everyone, including LeBron. So there was a play where uh, the Lakers miss a shot. LeBron jumps out of bounds to save it. He does save it, and it goes off a Clippers player, and they call it Lakers ball. Uh, they then review the play. You know, the Clippers challenge it. Uh, it was very close, but LeBron definitely hit down out of bounds before He released the ball back into the inbound. So it should be off the Lakers. Uh, LeBron basically tried to like appeal this to the Supreme Court and say that like the refs didn't have jurisdiction here, that you can't review whether it was off on LeBron because you could only review if it was off on the Clippers player because they're actually two separate plays. And he was like trying to really, really get this done. And the refs were like, no, it's all one play. Uh, So we could see like it doesn't. Just because we called it off on the Clippers doesn't mean we're going to review if it's off on that guy or not off on that guy. We can actually look at what you did too, uh, but he was not having it, and he was uh, he tried to make his case on TV. He actually what? went over to Richard Jefferson huh? doing the game and just started talking on the microphone. Like I don't think he was like he didn't like grab the headset and look towards the camera or anything, but he got close enough so that you'd hear what he was saying. So the entire <laughs> Uh, everyone watching the national broadcast get to hear what he was saying. Uh, just crazy, but it took, it was pretty clear after maybe two minutes that, Oh yeah. LeBron's foot hit down before he released it. Uh, but it took like 12 minutes to figure that out. Um, so the Clippers <laughs> got the ball back. So the Clippers got the ball back. And then okay. with like I'm, 15 I'm, seconds, I'm
0: just so sick of LeBron and I'm, He's unfortunate. Where like, who claims him? Who? Who's? What team is he? The like the guy for? He's not a Laker. Like, we don't care about him coming to the Lakers in his twilight years. Is he a Cav?
1: Yeah, it'll be Cleveland because he'll pretend that he never had any issues with them.
0: Yeah, a and hometown
1: like, guy and everything.
0: I don't know. And again, that's why Kobe's legacy is. Like That's such a dying thing. You're never going to see a guy really just stay put anymore. Who do you think is going to stay put in the that's currently in the NBA? It'd have to be someone new because so these people bounce around like a pinball machine.
1: It's uh, non-Americans. Giannis, Jokic. Uh, that's a very good point. Yeah. We'll, we'll see about anyone else. I mean, Dirk obviously did the same thing.
0: Well, yeah, he, that's back uh, in the day, though. I mean, that, yeah. that goes without saying the same. I mean, Shaq kind of screwed it up but he'll be remembered as a yeah. leader
1: yeah i mean Sha- Shaq was that was a strange thing and it was it was obviously the right move for him but yeah that team was really good in orlando and i don't know why he decided look i can't win with these guys but like, he was right because penny hardaway ended up ruining his career through injuries like right he was after he's getting he distracted
0: at football. disneyland all the time <laughs> Yeah, that was it yeah so he moved to la where you can't be the magic you get free tickets every <laughs> single day at disney world what do you expect's gonna happen Shaq can't ride in those rides. <laughs> yeah, but he can walk around in his yeah. Kazam outfit.
1: <laughs> okay, I don't think he could. I don't think it was a Disney movie. I don't know.
0: What are they gonna say, <laughs> uh, Mr. Shaq? Sorry, you can't wear that into the park. Like, just walk over the fence. Yeah,
1: I don't. I just watched that Eddie Murphy movie from the '90s. He just brought brought a gun in to Disney. Yeah, yeah. basically. So yeah, he was the '90s though. Nothing bad had yeah. ever happened.
0: Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I I I don't know. i just I see uh LeBron on the news. Like on articles and this and that, it's like, I don't care what he has to say. And now like people are like, oh, is he going to he's asking to leave? Like if yeah, he asks he's... to leave, it should be to retire. It shouldn't like what team will pick him up to pay him the ma- amount of money he's probably going to ask for. And any money is is more than it's worth. Probably. I just don't like the guy. Yeah. He's yeah, not. I, I, he's not I'm ending scared. at Lakers.
1: Well, I do want to talk about the, the other review because it was also hilarious. Oh, That's, yeah, let's, for, let's continue. For someone who played basketball, you understand uh, sometimes how things work. So it was, I think, 20 seconds left, and the, the Lakers were down by one or two or something. So the Clippers had the ball. So the Lakers have to foul, or they can try to trap. Uh, the Clippers throw it into Reggie Jackson, who tries to kill clock in the backcourt, uh, gets trapped, and then runs out of it. But he, it looked like it's going to be close. He's going to maybe get eight seconds. Oh boy! Uh, but then the refs blew the whistle and said the Lakers fouled him uh, because a guy tried to reach at him. Uh, but then the Lakers then, you know, uh, challenged that and said, we didn't commit the foul. Uh, and so they looked at it and it took them another like 15 minutes to look. It's like, OK, well, you know, he did have kind of a hand on his lower back, but he wasn't really pulling him. Uh, the guy was definitely trying to foul, and that's usually in that situation, refs just blow the whistle. And it's like, oh, you know, the guy's trying to foul to stop the clock, so uh, we'll give it to him. But actually, the Lakers didn't want the foul to be there because maybe they can get an eight-second violation. Mm-hmm. So it took like 20 minutes to review it. They they said, okay, yes, it was uh, not a foul. So the Clippers have the ball out of bounds, and they have to get it across the front court in one second. And so. <laughs> They told everyone, you know, from okay. under
0: the basket or baseline or where
1: it was, it was uh from the sideline, but on the uh, the like far side, so it was a really tough play to do.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, so it's like, what do you, what did you draw up here? Uh, so the Clippers run around, they try to get the ball in, uh, end up throwing it to Reggie Jackson like 30 feet away, who doesn't really act desperate and just kind of just dribbles it up normal, and of course, it's a backcourt violation or eight second violation he obviously didn't know right well tyler was just yelling at him what did i tell you one second one second it's like how did you guys forget it was just a fucking disaster
0: oh
1: Uh, boy but then yeah, the lakers get the ball back and carmelo's like i'm the hero and he shot a 30 footer that didn't go in so Uh, so clippers won yeah so it was was Uh, a fun game but it took 45 minutes to finish the last two minutes just like fuck, i don't know what the the league
0: well you were happy
1: yeah uh, but yeah, and then the Lakers got destroyed the next game, and it looks horrible for this team right now.
0: I hate the players, and you come across them whenever you play a pickup game, where they're just, the whole time, everything that happens, they're going to be the judge, the jury, and the uh, executioner. And it's like, shut the fuck up. Like, you know when you fouled someone. You know when someone didn't foul you. Just shut yeah. up, let it be. If they give you shit, then... You got you just kind of say, "Hey, you team decide or you shoot for the ball." Now, obviously, in the pros, you you have real refs, and therefore you shouldn't be saying anything. You should let your ref, your coach, yell at the ref, and that's it. I hate all these goddamn guys, Harden doing the whole thing, throwing his uh, you know, shoulders down, his arms out, squinting. What are you talking about? Like I can't stand it. And LeBron is one of the the heroes, I guess, of that, or the the villain uh, in my world. I just shut up. If it's a foul, it's a foul. If they call it, let your coach argue for you. You don't need to go on goddamn TV and say, can you believe this? He just looks like an idiot in my eyes.
1: So the way it is. So uh, I haven't watched.
0: Yeah. Maybe Pandyville, Andy.
1: All these stories here are just going to make you mad. they so, get ready. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> so the next story is uh, James Harden played his first two games. With I'm already the pissed. Uh, he averaged 28 points and 14 assists through the first two. So... Uh, really turned it on for the new team.
0: <laughs> wow. Well, that's um, got to make you upset over in, in uh, Brooklyn.
1: Yeah. Here's uh, what you uh, will also enjoy. Uh, they shot uh, an average of 40 free throws per game. Um,
0: 40, and how many did they make? Yeah.
1: I don't know, but Embiid in uh, Sunday's game against the Knicks shot 27 by himself.
0: Oh, my so, God. Uh, <laughs> it's, and yet, like it, if that was the Lakers, I just know them off the fa- uh, top of my head being a terrible free throw team at least when Walton was the coach, they would have made like eleven of those. Yeah. And then they'll lose by fifteen. It's like, hmm. Do the math. How many of those do you need to make to win the ball game? You shot enough of them to win. How about you practice your free throws? Any team that can hit 40 free th- uh, free throws in a game, you're gonna you're not gonna lose ever again. Yeah. Well you
1: want to talk about a guy who can't hit free throws then? Shaq's back?
0: Who no, we we, we,
1: LeBron? <laughs> no, someone who's not even playing Another guy that makes you upset, Uh, according according to Steve Nash, uh, Ben Simmons is not close to being ready. Uh Oh, he hasn't done any uh, real practicing yet. He hasn't done any real intense physical activity. Um, The guy wasn't injured. Uh, I don't even remember. I was just just
0: wondering, like his mind was injured, right?
1: Yeah. So uh, I guess he claimed wasn't feeling it. His back was going to hurt. So (laughs) I don't know. He couldn't. He couldn't run anymore. Uh, he was, was able like, to
0: foresee an injury.
1: I I don't I that don't never know. happened. Yeah, I don't know what what have you been doing? Like like I am on his side for the most part. Like I understand you didn't want to play for that franchise again because they didn't have your back. I can understand that. But what the fuck were you doing? What like I guess you weren't getting paid, so you're like, fuck it, I'm not gonna even work out, but like you had nothing else to do. Like how do you not stay in shape? Do you not think you were gonna play at all this year? Like if the trade happened? Uh, you need to be ready for this team they're like this fucking sucks The team is without i mean they they're without Harden. they had made made a trade uh durant still out it's like they needed bodies and you're like i you know i'm not ready does he have a dad oh, fuck. yeah i think i may be a- getting
0: con- confused with because i was trying to make an analogy but maybe it was um kyrie irvin about not having a dad no they all have dads okay all close so to who them. the hell is his coach then like <laughs> his personal coach because his a dad would be like, "What the fuck is wrong with you, son? Get out there! You're running some lines." Yeah,
1: I don't know. I mean, his dad is his dad's from here, so his dad played. Uh, he played in the NBA barely, it looks like. Uh, but then moved to Australia. Played, you know, he moved to Australia to play basketball, and then had a child.
0: Engels yeah, is good. his uh, stepbrother, right? <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Uh looks like here you know, Dave Simmons uh he was number his number was retired by the Melbourne Tigers so Oh wow total legend out there.
0: Well, he's not going to be a legend here if he doesn't get his shit together because you don't have to be in the league. It's not like people like at birth are like this one will be in the NBA, this one will be an accountant.
1: No, that's how uh, it works. <laughs> it's definitely how it worked for me. Was it, yeah, it So have you
0: have to you're constantly having to battle and you can't just get by with the announcers saying you're good and everyone watching expecting it because they said it. I don't think he's good, but every announcer is always like, oh, this kid's just going to be dynamo. That's what they said about Andrew Bynum. <laughs> okay, don't. You're being, you're being rude. Uh, he's being rude by not playing and getting yeah. out of shape. Like He he belongs to a team, and he has to perform, or otherwise he's not going to be on that team. Yeah, you know who he, else is giving bonuses, Andy? Del Taco. If he needs to yeah. seek some new employment.
1: No, so they're they're offering up to
0: twenty one dollars. Yeah, you know, no one cares how you feel personally. You're not performing in the in this league. You're gone. You're going to be playing in Croatia.
1: Well, he has a contract, so that mm.
0: works. I don't care about. He doesn't
1: need to play in Croatia. He is, He already has more money than he'll ever need.
0: So, well, maybe it's time he hangs it up then. All right. Well you that, think he, hold on, really yeah. quick? Do you think okay. he comes back from this? Do you think he gets back into shape?
1: Oh, yeah, I'll play this year. It just okay. It should be ready by now. It's it's ridiculous that he's not.
0: He could have been yeah working out on the side. Yeah. Uh, some people were thinking an, he... there was an NBA athlete who I don't know he was from a flyover state, and I think he was in college going into the league at the time, and they were showing clips of him working out with his dad on the farm. They put like a basketball hoop in the dirt just for you know like running in the sand kind of a thing pretty good no yeah. idea who what happened to him or who that even yeah. was maybe never even made the nba but that kind of grit is what simmons could use could benefit from. yeah
1: some people are thinking that uh he just doesn't want to play the sixers on march 10th that he'll come back march their next game and i was just like that's the one game i don't want to play so um but here's the thing you might play them in the playoffs and you can't take those games off so
0: he doesn't want to play the old team like they're. Well, oh, in Philly,
1: because, like... Oh, people are going to be mean will, to him? will storm the court or something. And, I don't know. I don't crazy, know. That should Philly fire
0: people. up. Like, yeah, you guys yeah. should have stood by me.
1: I would want to play against them. Try to get dunk on somebody or something, yeah. Shoot a at, three,
0: make a shot. Yell at Doc Rivers. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe he can turn it around. He's still He's Is he still somehow in his 20s?
1: Yeah, definitely. Okay. He's like 26 or something. I mean, Andrew Biden was still in the twenties.
0: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he could still come back.
1: Yeah, Andrew Bynum retired at age twenty-five.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was the most like they're still uh, like dealing with that loss. Like they're just like we're gonna bank on this is the new Shack. I don't know who told him that. Like this guy's the guy. Don't even worry about how shitty he is now. It was like in the Curb Your Enthusiasm where Larry David insisted on having that uh, uh, the Mexican girl whose dad's brother died by breaking into the house and drowning in the pool did you see that (laughs) yes so Bynum's family obviously had some shit on who was he working with Kareem or who was he working with back then yeah Kareem tried to help him out
1: he was was like 14 when the Lakers drafted him
0: (laughs) (laughs) there's just some I think it's a Larry David episode right there someone in the Bynum family had some you know weight over The Abdul Jabbar family. And so this guy's like, look, I'll work with the kid, but you look, I found him. He was at Foot Locker. This is my boy. He's going to go big time. And then just nothing.
1: Okay. Well, that's some Andrew Bynum
0: memories. Yeah. Very nice. I saw him in in Barcelona, by the way.
1: Some say he never left.
0: Yeah. Well, that was like 13 years ago or something. I think with Pau Gasol, if I remember right. Oh, it makes sense. Yeah. Pretty good. All right. Anything else to uh to discuss?
1: No, that's it for today.
0: All right. Well, you've been listening to episode two hundred and sixty of the Tony Steak Podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me we have Off Roads trying out to be an announcer for football. Andy. Yep. Wish me luck. We'll see you later.